Welcome to Audiobook Test Drive. In today's episode, we are featuring an excerpt from The Culebra Cut, written by Tony Barone. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Behind the scenes during the building of the Panama Canal. Undaunted by a mysterious disease killing workers, Teddy Roosevelt stakes his presidency on building the Panama Canal. The day Teddy Roosevelt learned McKinley had died and he was now President of the United States, he made up his mind he would cut a canal through the Isthmus of Panama. No small task. The French had tried and failed, with more than 20,000 dead. Roosevelt wasn't alone in wanting to see a canal. The Wall Street financier, J.P. Morgan, wanted it too, and so did revolutionaries in Panama. Morgan wanted a shorter route for his ships and was willing to secretly finance the insurrection against Colombia, who owned the territory of Panama. Not everyone was wild about America in Panama. A radical young patriot with ancestral roots going back 400 years would do anything to stop the Yankees, including murder. There was another more insidious obstacle, a mysterious disease killing workers. The President sends Colonel Gothels to Panama to direct construction. Gothels thinks he knows how to avoid the terrible landslides that ruined the French. He also sends Major William Gorgas, the epidemiologist that rid Cuba of yellow fever during the Spanish-American War. Gorgas requests the support of Captain Garrett Hay, the Secretary of State's nephew, who served in Cuba as a doctor. Gorgas also wants to send a civilian scientist, Hiram Walker, who is married to Emma, Garrett's former much younger lover, who deserted him years earlier without a word. They meet again aboard the Athena on their way to Panama. Neither is quite sure whether their love affair is over. And now for your listening pleasure, an excerpt from the Calabra Cut. Chapter 1 In Panama, a heavy rain was falling. Water flooded the plain around the Chagres River. The jungle surrounding the canal dig transformed into an impassable swamp thick with buzzing mosquitoes. A nauseating stench emanated from the site. Workmen were sure it was the miasma causing the excruciating death they called Yellow Jack. Construction had been going slowly at the Calabra Cut, the enormous hole being dug through the mountain chain running from Alaska to Argentina. The excavation was at the highest point in Panama. It separated the Atlantic from the Pacific Oceans, and it was a holy place to the indigenous Guaymi people. They had hidden in the thick tropical jungle since the Spanish massacres. Defacing the holy place was a sacrilege the god of the mountain would surely revenge. It did. 
The rain started with a single drop that struck a worker hard on the back of the neck with the force of a little stone. Then a random handful more slammed to earth like little meteorites. Another heavy downpour. It lasted no more than twenty minutes, followed by such extreme humidity it was hard to even breathe. A railroad track ran atop the Culebra Cut Ridge. Far below, the Chagres River was a rushing torrent crowded with fallen trees, animal carcasses, and muck. A steep, muddy slope banked down several hundred feet into the river. Sweating workers trudged along beside the track carrying picks and shovels. It was hard to keep from sliding in the wet slop. The foreman, a Panamanian with a thick, pure white mustache, slipped and fell onto the track. He quickly got himself up. A train was approaching. It struggled to pull a string of boxcars filled with rocks from the dig. It inched cautiously onto the narrowest part of the ledge above the roaring river. The engineer blew the locomotive horn as the train moved onto the sharp curve at the Culebra Cut. A workman walking beside the track noticed the earth beneath the track seemed to slide sideways, nearer the edge, pushing before it a mound of mud. The man dropped his gear and ran, yelling and screaming in terror. He knew he was about to die. The other workers along the ridge turned to see what was happening. There was a sudden, loud groan from the track. It sounded like the sigh of a man in unbearable pain. The train continued sliding sideways several feet, pushing workmen over the edge. They slid and tumbled down the slope into the river and disappeared. The engineer, face blackened by soot, leaned out of the cab and looked back along the track. The whole train was sliding towards the precipice. A curtain of heavy rain suddenly dropped, engulfing the whole jungle. A Guaymi Indian watched hidden in the bush on the opposite side. The god of the mountain was directing the rain to punish the Europeans. Pull the brake! The brake! the engineer said frantically. The young brakeman tried in vain to stop the train, pulling with all his strength on the lever in the locomotive. The train screeched as it slid closer and closer to the slope, pushing before it a huge bulge of dirt and men. Another loud groan. The locomotive leaned precariously over the side. The engineer's eyes bulged in terror, bright white against his blackened face. He peered straight down into the river far below. The locomotive tumbled down the side of the mountain in the heavy downpour, crushing screaming men and machines alike. There was a giant splash, and the train was gone, swallowed by the Chagres. The rain stopped as suddenly as it started. There was an eerie quiet. A howler monkey broke the silence. The dead train engineer emerged, face up, washed clean by the river, his mouth and eyes wide open. 
Beside him, the torso of the young brakeman floated quietly along with all the other canal-building debris. It would be several miles to the Atlantic Ocean. In a high observation tower downriver, the chief engineer, a Frenchman in a starched, spotless white suit, looked on in horror. It could not be worse. Another slide, another disaster, more unrecoverable dead. All was lost. Beside him, another Frenchman looked on with equal horror. Philippe Bunal Varilla's fortune was being buried in mud right before his eyes. France would no longer back the canal project. He was ruined. The Guaymi man turned away, back into the safety of the jungle. We hope you enjoyed listening to this excerpt from the Calabra Cut. If you would like to hear the entire audiobook, it can be purchased at Amazon, Audible, and iTunes.